This is Joseph Brown, the CEO and corporate learning consultant of A Fool for Learning. And our foolish thought for today is it's an interview with Kurt Neems on sexual harassment training. Kurt Neems is the founder of Working with Respect LLC, along with his wife, Laura Zam. Kurt has over 40 years of experience in education, organizational training, and instructional design. Before retiring, he worked in the ethics office of the World Bank, where he developed workshops and e-learnings around professional conduct and conflicts of interest. His work took him to over 40 countries where he delivered values-based and respectful workplace training for leaders and employees from over 180 countries. Currently, he's developing a sexual harassment prevention training for the Millennium, Millennium Challenge Corporation, a federal international development agency. And he's also working on a certification as a workplace coach. So Kurt, welcome today and thank you for being part of my podcast. Thank you very much, Joe. It's great to be here. And for our listeners, just to let all of you know, Kurt and I actually worked together at the World Bank for many, many years on and off over those years. In fact, my first recollection of meeting Kurt was when I came to the World Bank in February of 1991 for an interview and he was actually observing another trainer, and I was asked to sit in with him just to observe that trainer. So Kurt and I go way back, and once again, I'm, I'm very, very glad to have you here, Kurt, with me today. Thank you. So, Kurt, can you tell our listeners, how did you wind up getting into sexual harassment training? Because there are lots of training that you can get into. How did you wind up getting into this as opposed to maybe team building or... IT training or however, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very interesting. You know, I grew up during the 60s and 70s. And back then, uh, 1964, there was a Civil Rights Act, which prohibited discrimination on a number of protected categories. And one of those was sex. And sexual harassment training is actually covered by that. Uh, sexual harassment laws are actually covered by uh, the discrimination laws. And um, I had friends in um, in college who were very active uh, feminists and they kind of schooled me a little bit. And when I was at the bank, um, I worked in the ethics office and I had the opportunity to um, do some employee investigations. But I also um, was hired there to do, to do training and develop workshops and sexual harassment training, retali- anti-retaliation training, conflicts of interest. These are all things that I developed over the years, but I really kind of became passionate about sexual harassment training um, in the wake of Me Too, but actually even before Me Too, I have two daughters and that shouldn't be the only reason why a man gets in, uh, um, concerned about sexual harassment, but it was probably a motivation fact, motivating factor. And Kurt, one of the things we were talking about uh, previously was how you wound up developing this particular sexual harassment training you not only did it here, but you also piloted it overseas. Is that correct? Yes. In, in fact, um, we piloted it, uh, piloted it here at headquarters with uh, several hundred people, and including all of HR. And then we took it on the road and went to eight different countries uh, in Asia, North Africa, um, Angola, and um, Nepal, Singapore, Bangladesh. And um, it, was, it was very well received by our employees. Okay. And that's great to hear. What... What feedback do you remember? Uh, because I know this is a number of years ago. Do 
you remember any of the feedback that you received about the training? Was it on target? Could have done this, more of this, or more of that? I know putting you on the spot with this question here. Well, when we first started, it was just sexual harassment training. And people liked that component of it, but they said uh, the feedback was that sexual harassment is not the sole problem, uh, but harassment in general. So we expanded the course to talk about uh, harassment, but then also what's the reverse of that, which is working in a respectful workplace. And so how do we create a respectful workplace? So that's how we we got the feedback from the the staff and we try to incorporate that. Excellent. And one of the other questions I have for you uh, for this podcast is, did you get any training on on how to how to deal with these issues, whether it be respectful uh, respectful workplace, sexual harassment? What type of training did did you did you get? Okay, great question. When I came to the ethics office, I was I took a course uh, at Bentley College in in Massachusetts, which was um, uh, for ethics officers, and it was uh, kind of introduced me to the whole world of ethics. And training is a big part. Compliance training is a big part of the ethics world. Um, but the bank also was kind of proactive about de- developing training programs in sexual harassment, respectful workplace themselves. Um, and so I was trained in, in uh, those uh, curriculum. And I also, uh, the bank actually started a mediation program um, in the late 90s, and I was trained in media- as a mediator as well. And then finally, I took uh, um, ombuds training uh, through the International Organization of uh, International Ombuds Association. Thanks, Kurt. This is really fascinating how you got all of this this particular training in um, to help you on your way to to specialize in this particular training. Um, Kurt, if if someone is interested in speaking with you about sexual harassment training in general, or maybe they're interested in having you come in and work with their organization, whether it be a small organization of five or six people or a couple of thousand, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can either contact me through my website, which is called workingwithrespect.com, just like it's spelled, or they can call me at uh, 202-403-9084. Kurt, once again, thank you very much for being on our, our first podcast. And our, for our listeners, our next podcast will be on the reasons why we, we should be doing this sort of training or at least or offering this training in our organizations and what happens if we don't. Uh, offer this sort of uh, training in our organization. So I hope that you'll listen to our next podcast on this. This is Joseph Barone, the CEO and Corporate Learning Consultant of A Fool for Learning, signing out. Remember, learn, perform, succeed.